The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of our podcast. And we're glad you're with us this morning as we take a few minutes out of our day to look into God's Word. Uh, We are in Ephesians chapter 6. We're working our way towards the end of this book. We have uh, done 43 different episodes of this, and we're working a few more episodes as we finish chapter 6. Today we're going to talk about another another episode about the responsibility in the home and and parenting. Uh, We're going to work into co-workers uh, tomorrow, and then we'll work into the aspect of the spiritual warfare, which will take us a few episodes. So what we're looking at specifically is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4 this morning. Verse 4 says this, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So there's a couple things we want to see. Obviously, we've referencing what children are supposed to be. Yesterday, we talked about children and, excuse me, their responsibility in the home obedience and honoring and things of that nature. But we roll back over to parents. I think a lot of times um, it's easy for us to say, well, the kid's got to just fall in line and do all this. But yet there's a very specific responsibility given to parents and not only how they rear their kid, but how they act while doing that. The Bible tells us that children are inheritance of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his his reward. And a lot of times we look at children, and especially in our culture today, many times they're a nuisance. Uh, I mean, we just get rid of them or whatever it would be, and that's just the culture today. But when we look at it, the the children God has given us our blessing, which means they need to become a priority. I'm afraid that too many people, and sometimes even the Christian realm, we're so consumed with our jobs, so consumed with our careers, so consumed with life, that we feel like limiting it or coming home and investing into our families is kind of holding us back. Let me tell you, there is nothing more important than the family you have and the children that God has given to you. Whether you are planning for them or not, it doesn't change anything. You have an opportunity to invest the greatest gift you could ever get and invest your time and life into. So the first thing I would say in all of this as a parent, and he's referencing fathers first, and I think this is a big one. It's easier, unfortunately, for fathers to fall into this trap. It's anybody can be a dad, but it takes something special to be a father. Uh, anybody can have kids, but to be the father, to be engaged, to be involved, to be the one that your kids want to go to for advice and want to listen to and, and are willing to respect. We mentioned yesterday that they should respect your position, and I, I'm going to give you my opinion on something. My kids, we teach them all the time. Well, you learn to respect the position that an authority holds, but you need not respect the person holding it. It's fine as long as you res- are respectful of the position they hold. Can I say that? I think sometimes that's true of parents. They're supposed to respect us because I'm the dad, okay? But do they respect you as a person? Are you, are you godly? Are you following God? Are you leading them to God? Are you rearing them in the way of God? Are you following this scripture? And that's an important, important question. So let's look a little bit about this. He says, fathers, first of all, he, yes, this does reference both husband and wife, you know, both the mom and dad. And we know that because the children are told to, um, to submit to both parents. 
Having said that, why fathers? Well, it's simple, because God has placed the fathers as the leaders of the home. You say, well, I don't like that. And again, this is where I come and just say, be honest, whether we like it or not, that is God's structure. And if we want the home to be everything that God intends it to be and all the wonder that it could be, this is one of those things. Man, we need to take leadership. And again, it goes outside of our comfort zone, which means we need to be in the Word of God, be walking with God, so we have the grace to lead and to help by the way, you have been given the grace and the ability to do this because God created you for this. So what a, what a wonderful opportunity. It doesn't mean that the wives don't have a responsibility, but ultimately, here's the tricky part. When you stand before God and, and you have to give an account for your children, God, your wife will not give an account for the children. You will. She'll give an account whether she was a good helpmeet in doing what you are leading them to do. And that's an important thing to look at. So fathers, um, he says, provoke not your children to wrath. We are to bring them up. He says, bring them up, but not in a way of anger. So let me tell you some ways I think we can provoke them to wrath. I think we can be indifferent to them. I think we can be selfish around them. I think we can lash out in areas of discipline. And please understand, I myself as well, we all can lose our temper. We all can overreact in certain circumstances. And, I, and, and to sit back and think you've never done that, we have. The key is not there are going to be good days and bad days or we've messed up as parents. We all have. Uh, well, I'm glad that God's grace overcomes all that. So the question is not, have we made mistakes? You know, the question is, are we willing to take responsibility for our mistakes? Go back to our kids, apologize for it. Hey, I, I was wrong in this situation. I, over, I, I lost my temper, I reacted. Whatever it would be, go back to them. Because the simple point is this, you want them to realize that, listen, I make mistakes too, and I'm gonna own up on my mistakes. A great way to teach them about personal responsibility. But if you're constantly angry and constantly in their case and constantly saying no and constantly just derating them, them, you're going to provoke them to wrath. And if God is telling you not to do something and he's telling you, then it's easy to do. It's a natural thing if we're not careful to do it. And we have to be careful that we are striving to point them in the right direction and mentoring them and loving them. You know, most people would say, praise them more than you correct them, encourage them, um, lift them up, let them know that you're proud to be their parent. These are the things that are, are what they need, that you know they're not perfect either. It's funny, we want everybody to love us when we make mistakes, and then we kind of look down at the kids, I can't believe they're doing this. Well, they're growing. I don't ever want to go through that again. So they're growing, and we need to love them. So, But he gets a bigger one, not just not provoking them to wrath. He says, bring them up. I mean, by the way, just a, a thought. When he says, provoke not them to wrath, that phrase could be frustrate them. Just don't frustrate them. And one of the ways you do that is inconsistencies. Okay, Today this is wrong. Tomorrow it, it's okay. Today we're going to just know we're not. Hey, I promise to do this. No, I'm not. There's a consistency. You know, stand by your word. If you said you're going to do it, do it. And, and the key is just leave them constantly following God. Be that consistent guide in a life of chaos for your family. But then he says, provoke not to the wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. It is our responsibility to point them to God in the nurture and admonition and to understand how God nurtures them, to understand the greatness of God, to understand the reality of God. And here's an important thing, and unfortunately it does lay on the shoulders of fathers more than mothers in this situation, okay? Unfortunately, many times our view of God is in direct correlation to our view of our, of our father. So for example, if you didn't have a father growing up, you might see God as absent. It's not always like that because you could have a great single mother. But if we are there and, 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 and present in their life but absent in reality, that's going to give them a rough view of God. It's just the way God has designed this. So we're to rear them in the presence, in, in, in the love and admonition of God. So we need to love them ourselves, 
be present, be active, be engaged in the spiritual walk. Let them know that. Let them know. Don't be ashamed of it. Let them know that you're okay with your walk with God and you're trying to grow in it. You're not perfect. When you go to church, sing, be engaged, be involved, serve somewhere. These are the things that our generation needs to see, that we are unashamedly willing to walk with our God and serve our God. This is one of the greatest ways we can do it. And then tell them. Don't just tell them, but show them. And then tell them what to do. Help them to know. They may not follow what you do and what you believe. That's their choice. But I hope that the reason they don't want to follow is not because they didn't think the parent was interested in it. And this is both of us. And this is, yes, the, I believe the husband is to lead, but the wife is to come right alongside. By the way, the Bible does say, you know, we come together and cleave. We are one. So when the husband is asked to do something, the wife is asked to go along with it because they are one. And so we are the greatest example of a love for God that our kids will ever see. And what a wonderful opportunity to point them in the right direction. I know today we look at this, it, I don't want to say it seems a little heavier, and I say that because it is a very, very heavy and wonderful opportunity as a father. It is a tiring time. It is an over, overwhelming time because we're always afraid that we're going to do something wrong, or if we did something wrong, maybe we've caused some grief. And, and you know what? We're going to mess up. So the key is we need God's grace to help us to move beyond our God's grace to do right and allow that God's grace always works beyond that. And so when we're tired, discouraged, whatever it is, keep going. Keep going. And, and when they get adults, you're still praying for them, keep going. Keep your eyes focused on God and do what you can. Do your best. Do your can. Walk with God and see how God can use that. I have no idea long-term what that can look like. But the key is just keep consistently walking with God, pointing your family to God, and let God take care of the things that you cannot. Well, thanks for joining us again on this Tuesday. And as we uh, finish up this part of family and re those relationships, help us to just, it, sometimes it's hard to look at these things. It's easier to see what someone else needs to do and not what we need to. But if we recognize what we need to do and what God has put together as his structure, we can have a wonderful home. It's not void of problems because we are human. But boy, you can have a wonderful, everything that God intends for you to have is there if we're willing to put the work into it. Well, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning. Uh, we trust you're having a great week, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. And we hope you'll join us again as we continue through Ephesians again tomorrow.